G7 foreign ministers convening in Japan issued a statement on Wednesday urging humanitarian pauses in Israel's military offensive against Gaza. The aim is to facilitate the delivery of aid, ensure the safety of civilians, and secure the release of hostages. The communique underscores the need for urgent action in addressing the deteriorating humanitarian situation in Gaza. Benjamin Wright reporting. The United States carried out its second set of strikes within a month on Iran-linked facilities as a response to ongoing attacks on U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin stated that these strikes were carried out under President Biden's directive. The targets of the strikes included a weapons storage facility in eastern Syria used by Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps and affiliated groups, with the operation executed by two U.S. F-15S Liam White reporting. Heightened tensions on the Korean Peninsula, suspected North Korean collaboration with Russia in its conflict with Ukraine, and concerns about China's increasing assertiveness are at the top of U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken's agenda during his visit to South Korea. Blinken's visit follows a G7 foreign minister's meeting in Japan, during which the group previewed many of the issues he will discuss. Wade Addison reporting. SAG-AFTRA, the union representing approximately 160,000 actors, reached a tentative agreement on Wednesday with major TV and movie studios, suspending a strike that had persisted for more than three months. According to the union's press release, the SAG-AFTRA TV Theatrical Committee approved the tentative agreement unanimously this afternoon, putting an end to the 118-day strike. Further details of the agreement will be disclosed on Friday, pending review and consideration by the SAG-AFTRA National Board. Jessica Oakley reporting. This is the latest news headlines. Seven people lost their lives in a tragic accident when a vehicle suspected of smuggling migrants collided head-on with another vehicle while allegedly attempting to evade local authorities, as per officials' reports. The incident occurred on U.S. Highway 57 near Batesville in Zavala County on Wednesday, with the Texas Department of Public Safety confirming the details. The driver of a Honda passenger car from Houston, suspected of human smuggling, was evading the Zavala County Sheriff's Office at the time, according to Texas Department of Public Safety spokesperson. Lieutenant Chris Olivares, Kyle Norris reporting. The owners of a Colorado funeral home where 189 decomposing bodies were discovered have been arrested, as reported by authorities. The improper storage of these bodies led the governor to declare a local disaster emergency and request FBI assistance. The individuals responsible for the funeral home, John and Carrie Halford, were arrested in Wagner, Oklahoma, according to District Attorney Michael J. Allen of Colorado's 4th Judicial District. Lawrence Keller reporting. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration administration granted approval for the drug Zepbound to treat obesity this week. The drug's active ingredient, terzepatide, is marketed as Mounjaro for diabetes treatment by the pharmaceutical company Eli Lilly and Company. Now it has received approval under the brand name Zepbound as a weight management treatment for individuals with obesity. Michael Wallace reporting. A woman has filed a lawsuit against former Grammy Awards CEO Neil Portnow, accusing him of a 2018 sexual assault. The lawsuit also implicates the Recording Academy for negligence. The unnamed woman initiated the legal action in state Supreme Court in Manhattan, utilizing the Adult Survivors Act, a measure passed last year that established a temporary window for individuals alleging sexual assault to file claims beyond the state's usual deadlines. Kevin Sanders reporting. And that's the latest news headlines with Alan Edwards. 